and I mean, apparently it came from the idea that like the Lord made the heaven and earth in six days and the seventh day is a rest day, right? Right. So if God can make heaven and earth in six days, you can do enough work for a week in six days. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Anyways, so yeah, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, because, sure. I mean, it sort of popped. It was weird because I was thinking about it in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and um, uh, when I mentioned something like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting all these text messages from a student because they're working on the weekend," and uh, and I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "So you're like working right now when you're answering these messages, and it's the weekend." like yeah obviously <laughs> I didn't understand why you feel like any day would be different than another and yeah. then I was like scrolling through Facebook on the trade ride home and I saw that came up and I was like oh my god bring back the Sabbath bring back the Sabbath <laughs> that's funny yeah okay anyways I think that from a grad school perspective though it, it comes back to our yeah um, I, the, I think it's less about having a particular day and more the idea of it's never enough. It's never enough, so you may as well, may just, as well just keep working because you're never going to do enough for a week. So you should just work every hour that you possibly can. Right. Week. But you can use that same logic. It's never enough, it's, so you may as well take a break. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the sense that you don't need to do all your work in six days. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I already started recording a long time I ago. I figured that you probably did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because it's more... <laughs> because you're going to edit it later. I'm yeah. going to edit it anyway. So, welcome back to episode two <laughs> of... What's the name of our podcast again? The uh, Third Degree. The Third Degree. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, the last time we recorded, it was... Um, I remember because I said I had voted. Oh, so yeah. So, in the... Ontario provincial, provincial election. election. So it was a while ago. Yes, that was. When was the election? It was months ago. It was months ago. So welcome back to episode two. <laughs> Do we have to introduce ourselves again? Yeah, um, I'm Maddie. And I'm Caroline. There you go. We did it. All right, we did it. Yeah, um, so I haven't. This whole thing makes me very anxious. So as soon as I post, well, as soon as my dad <laughs> posts everything, I don't look at it. But he did tell me that people are listening. So I don't know how he knows that. Yeah, he's like, he said, oh, when are you bringing up the next podcast? People are waiting for it. I was like, who? Are the people him? Are the people him <laughs> and my family? I think so, because my grandma told me, she was like, I listened through half of it, but then it stopped working. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, it stopped working. <laughs> so, um, if you are out there, listeners, welcome to episode yeah, two. To episode two. The long awaited. The long awaited. To episode one. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to introduce our, our topic yeah, yeah, yeah. for this episode? Yeah, yeah, our topic for this episode. Okay, so. Um, Basically, I was thinking about how I work on the weekends and talking to people about it, and they were shocked um, because they work normal jobs. And then I came across an article that mentioned bringing back the Sabbath. Now, obviously, it had a strong um, religious theme in the idea that 
um, the origins of the Sabbath, but the idea of bringing back a rest day to one's week mm-hmm. um, really doesn't necessarily have to be religious at all. It's yeah. just the idea that having having a rest day is good. And I mean, in the article, they made the point not only for individuals but also for the economy. Um, but it resonates with those of us who are graduate students who yeah. do not really have any difference between a week end and a weekday. Yeah, and it's, it's just seven days in a week. It's seven days in a week, and it's frustrating sometimes because um, you know people ask you know common small talk kind of question is oh how often do you work you know and I say uh, every day and they think I mean Monday to Friday. Yeah. And then I have to repeatedly tell them, no, every day. That means Saturday and Sunday. That's every single day. And I remember getting really frustrated with one of my friends because he'd call me and he'd be like, you're at work? He'd be like, dude, I've told you about a million times. I work every single day. But uh, yeah, that's just a tangent. Yeah, but it, it's true. People are surprised and we just take it for granted. Now, as we mentioned in the first podcast, we both... Uh, animal researchers Mm -hmm. so uh, we have to work every day because Mm -hmm. animals have to eat and care for every day that's right so um, even if we have someone else taking care of our animals we're still on call to them every single day so you can imagine being a graduate student with animals you're responsible for as being a 24 7 on-call position Um, yeah which is uh, Intense, but is not necessarily always hours in the lab. Mm-hmm. But I would say researchers who have animals um, that are housed in captivity, or researchers who do field work a lot of the time, they go to the field and they work every day when they're in the field. Yeah, um, are doing seven days a week, some number of hours. Yeah, um, and it's it's easy with animal researchers to say, oh, that's because our animals need to be cared for every week, but. I know that other graduate students too, even if they don't have to come in and take care of animals, they're still working seven days a week, at least a few hours, because there is nothing, there's no structure to your hours, Mm -hmm. and there's always more work that can be done. Yeah, and the the no structure thing can be great, because you can work, you know, whenever you want, but it means that when you're not given that structure, not given that specific, you know, this is what you have to do every day, then you end up always working. Yeah. Because you constantly feel like, like you said earlier, there's, you can never do enough. There's always something to be done. So you may as well just work constantly. Um, yeah. And that's, that's prevalent in, in our, in our society, not even as graduate students, but the whole, you know, productivity and, like productivity and like working yourself to death is kind of glorified as being like a very um like good and noble quality that a person can have but it's actually really dangerous for a lot of reasons which is why the article is interesting yeah i I agree. I mean, I, I think that is it's prevalent in our society, and we talk about it amongst graduate students because we see it all the time. And we both ourselves have experienced health consequences mm-hmm. of working relentlessly, yeah. as well as our friends. So it's physically hard for you. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, it's, it's clearly prevalent in society. Yeah. There are some things about graduate school, I think, that make it particularly susceptible. Yeah. Um, things like not, you can't, you can set weekly goals, but you don't really have weekly deadlines. We're always working on mm -hmm. long-term things. Like you might occasionally have some weekly tasks that are likely sort of TA tasks, or if you're taking classes. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the goals you set are sort of flexible goals that have been decided with your supervisor for, I hope we accomplish this in a week. You can't have those goals be set goals because research is unpredictable. So yeah. if you're setting a weekly research goal, that necessarily needs to be flexible. And the moment you don't have an inflexible, immutable goal at the end of the week, that means that if you reach that goal and you keep going, well, great, you're just moving faster mm -hmm. than you expected and if you don't reach that goal then you're sad but you still keep working because you haven't reached your goal yet yeah so it's whether you whether you reach your goal point or not for a week you're still working yeah. all the time yeah. there's no sort of um, taking a break when you reach your goal because it is so flexible mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like an accomplishment when you no. reach a weekly goal because it's just a stepping stone to a long-term goal yeah. and it doesn't ever feel like um, a stopping point or a breaking point. Um, so I think that because of that, grad, grad school is set up so that people work all the time. Yes. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. And um, so basically, I mean, I think our, we're talking about the life of a graduate student here on this podcast. So I mean, the interesting things about that are maybe um, some ways to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Some of our suggestions, one of the things we were passionate about, which we mentioned in the first podcast, is trying to figure out a way to improve the situation of graduate students, even if it's just sort of shifting people's mindsets so that mm -hmm. you can all maintain a love of science. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't just get sort of like beaten down to the point where you don't feel that love yeah. of science anymore. Yeah. Um, and this, I think, is one of the main problems is that we all just end up being not even just like physically overworked by presence in the lab, but also the guilt of not working in graduate school is brutal. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and everything ends up being turned into um, not so much here because we're a pretty good group. Not that in other places where this happens, they're bad groups, but competition is a pretty big thing, even if it doesn't feel that way, when you know that someone comes into work every day and seems to be really working and tired all the time, it's like, oh wow, I should be working more, I should be working more, I need to be like this person, you know, when someone gets a publication or like someone wins a scholarship, um, it's, it's awesome, obviously, it's great, but it's also, you feel that little, like, I should be doing more in the back of your head. Not necessarily even jealousy for me, but more so, like, oh, right, I need to be doing that. I do not have enough publications, which I don't. I, I don't have, you know, whatever, X, Y, and Z. So I should work more because that will help. But... It might actually not help at all <laughs> because you can get to a point where you work so hard all the time that you start to hate it. And when you hate your work, um, you 
get a bit worse at it and you don't really care as much even though you really do care at the same time it's this weird like duality of hating and loving and caring so much and not caring but that's really like toxic and doesn't need to be the way that it is at all <laughs> so yeah Caroline sent me this really interesting article I didn't get a chance to read it but kind of like skimmed through it quick um, about reintroducing the Sabbath yeah so of course yeah we're not really talking about it from a religious angle but it's still interesting this revolutionary idea of having a day where you don't work if God needs to take a break after six days then you need to take a break after six days right yeah, yeah. I, I think that that is sort of one of my favorite things in this article <laughs> yeah and it's that if God I mean from a religious perspective made the heaven and earth and all the creatures in six days and then took a day off then everyone can take yeah. a day off yeah. right right and it just when I read that I was like you know what that's that's totally true. Yeah. We should all, everyone can afford to take a day off, or society should be structured in a way that we protect everyone's right to take a day off. Yeah. And one of the coolest themes in the article um, is they start with the origin of the Sabbath. As I said, again, it's coming from this religious perspective, and I don't really know much about it, but it was a product of breaking free from slavery and having a sort of autonomy to recognize when the amount of work that you've done is enough work. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, in graduate school, we feel that same sort of pressure to constantly produce more because exactly as Maddie said, if I get a publication, it doesn't feel as though I have an accomplishment because there are people out there with more publications, so I should always be getting more. Mm -hmm. And I think that what we need to introduce into graduate school and graduate students is to recognize that, yeah, long-term goals should always be, be improving, but you need to recognize within a week when it is enough work or even within a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you don't need to spend 12 to 14 hours in the lab in a day. And I have known probably only a handful or less than that a number of graduate students who have worked nine to five Monday to Friday. Yeah. And they are probably the best mentally of all yeah. of the graduate They're students. They're just really good at being people. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. and um, and they also are really good at science. Yeah, because if you work nine to five and you are slightly more regimented and you protect your off times mm -hmm. on the weekends when you can go and do things that aren't science and you can turn your mind off, then you don't have this this sort of toxic yeah. um, feeling that Maddie just described. Uh, and I think when you remove that toxicity, then you come at your work with the love of science that we all yeah. came to originally. originally. Yeah. And then maybe we can keep more people in science because not everyone will end graduate school hating it. Yeah. Um, Which shouldn't be the point, but it feels like at the same time, hating grad school is part of it, right? And it's almost this kind of like... I mean, it, it makes you feel kind of part of a group. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's like the um, hazing. Yeah, it's like hazing. You so much of graduate school is just hazing. Yeah, it is. It, like it offends the comprehensive yes. exams yeah. um, or whatever qualifying exams. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Just being in graduate school 
Yeah, all to get into it's this club. This club, the academic the club. The academic club. Because um, even the dissertation writing process is so antiquated. Like, yeah, and I mean, I can attest from having just written my dissertation yeah. that it's not really career advancing um, in the sense that you write an entire document and in some institutions they even force you to dismantle publications or break away yeah. from the publication format. Yeah. So you're investing a lot of time in writing into something that's not actually going to translate yeah. into something that will benefit your career and isn't actually, I mean, it, it is a dissemination of the information that you've yeah. generated through science because we do publish our dissertations and people can access them, but not in the preferred format, which is the peer-reviewed journal. Yeah. So it is sort of career advancing, but the structure of it is not to the benefit of, of students. And you can have sort of integrated article formats and things like that, but it's still not, not the same. Yeah. So it's all um, just hazing. Yeah, it's yeah. hazing. And yeah. this constant state of working is also hazing. Yeah, it is. So, do we think that this constant state of working is a necessity for graduate school? No, because <laughs> the original point being, you know, there's so much work to be done, I need to work all the time. Um, the work's always going to be there, it's never going to go away, there's no finish line, there never is. Um, so why not take a break? Why not take some time to recharge so that you don't hate your day every single day? What, what sounds better, you know, working, um, I don't know, what's a, what's a normal amount of hours a week to I work? have no idea. I have nine, no idea. Nine to five? I don't, five okay. days a week? I always said six, thinking that was normal. Most That's people do get Saturdays and Sundays. Six. What? Is that 40? Is that full time? Oh, yeah, 40. 40, okay. What sounds, <laughs> what sounds, see, this is, we don't even know because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because we're always working, but, so work 50, let's say work 60 hours a week. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah. Is that even possible? Can you do that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. This is a, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Work 60 hours a week. Hate yourself. Hate your life. Hate science. <laughs> work 40 hours a week. It's not so bad. Yeah. What sounds better? You know, like, are you actually more productive when you're, you hate yourself. No, there's actually research about this mm -hmm. that when, um, I was just reading about it because I'm writing a thing for a mental health committee. So there's research out there that says when you are a happy person, you are a productive person. And, and I've been feeling the same way because lately I have been, this is gonna sound bad, but I care less about my work, which sounds awful. But really what it means is I take more time off on the weekends. I just come in and do bird care and I go home. Unless I have like, you know, maybe I want to do like an hour of microscope work. That feels manageable, right? Yeah. And I have the whole weekend to myself. Doing that, I like my day. I like working. And for so long when I was doing my master's, I came in every day. I was here to like... In the crunch time, like, you know, I was here till like 11 p.m. some nights because I had to finish. I hated it. I hated it so much. It made me want to quit. I had to take a leave. I, you know, I had to start going to counseling. Like, my life was awful. And now, <laughs> I don't work as many hours, but I feel like I get more done. And, like, I, I don't hate everything. I, like, love coming to work. 
And I'm not saying that just taking a break will make you love science, obviously. This is just my experience. But why can't, why can't we do the amount of work that we want? I mean, if you don't want to work even 40 hours a week, then you know that maybe this isn't right for you, right? Like, how are you supposed to know if it's you actually like science if you're doing it so much that you're going to hate it? Yeah, I feel like there are so many things that you just said that were really interesting to me. One of them was talking about um, doing the amount of work that you want. Yeah. And I think that there are some people who want to do science 24-7. And there are. It's and true. They, they love and it. And they love it. And yeah, those are true. people who are going to be at tier one research institutes with all of that pressure. As they should. And they are going to be producing their science yeah. articles and everything. And I think that what we need to be more willing to do in science and when we look at graduate students is recognize individual differences in the extent to which people want to work that hard on science mm -hmm. and that there are some people who are producing good science who still really like science who are wonderful to have mm -hmm. in science who are not working 24 7 for science who are producing good publications mm -hmm. in you know good quality journals in their field who are furthering yeah their field but working yeah. regular hours and having a life outside of science and then there's even another group of people who like to run some research projects, but then who also want to lecture. And then we have different universities yeah. that can employ these people at different degrees. You know, mm -hmm. you have sort of like tier one research institutes where these universities, you need to want to do science 24 seven. They're highly competitive. You're getting big grants. You're really producing a large number of publications and running a really intense lab. Then there are a level of um, institutions and universities and colleges where you're running a full research program and you're producing publications and you're getting external grants but you're living a life as well and then there's another set of institutions where you can employ people who are you know running research projects here and there as part of undergrad programs yeah. but who are doing a lot of teaching and yeah. they have even more predictable hours yeah and in graduate school it sort of is the feeling like unless you are going from one of those tier one jobs what are you even doing here like, right get out of the building if you don't want one of those well there aren't that many of those jobs yeah. around and not that many of us want them yeah. like that is it takes a certain sort of person who wants that and I think that it's it shouldn't be an all or nothing no and everyone those people they're they're all valuable exactly they're all producing science they're all you know contributing to the field so what what is that you know, I know. What is right? that? It makes you feel like you have to leave science if you don't work 24 7. Right. right, which is stupid. I because thought that I had to leave science because I couldn't do it. I was yeah. like, I don't think I'm you know, tough enough to do this or whatever. I'm not mentally equipped for this or maybe I just hate science. No, I don't. I love science. Yeah, I've been doing it my entire life. That's, exactly. How could I hate it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Science was always my favorite class in school. Um, with some exceptions, but like, and I, I did, even for my extended essay, which was a thing, it was basically like, they were trying to make high school students do like a thesis yeah. at that level, uh -huh. um, in um, this program I was in, because you were I, so smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, they give you uh, credits 
Oh, okay. undergrad. That was, wow. really, that was really nice. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. I got, I got transfer credits. That's what? Sweet. Yeah. Wow. If you scored high enough. Yeah, of. you mean if you were awesome like you. <laughs> well. <laughs> so I, uh, even then, the extended essay, I picked a science one. No one picked a science one because it was too hard or whatever. But I was like, well, this is what I like, so I'm yeah. going to do it. You know, I've, I've been in science forever. And then being getting to grad school, doing my master's, I was like, do I hate science? No. I hate the pressure that's been inflicted on me yeah. by, like you said, people thinking you need to reach for that tier one institute. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. And it makes you feel like you're failing or you're yeah. bad at your job if you're not there. Like, when people ask me, you know, they'll say, like, oh, you must be really good. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got your PhD now. You're mm-hmm. such a good scientist. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not really that good at my job. Well, in fact, my job right now is to collect data and run a research project, which I'm doing mm-hmm. right now, and also to teach. And, in fact, the project that I'm working on right now is going very well. Mm-hmm. And I have some papers that will be coming out soon, and I teach, and I also seem to do that very well. So in fact, I am quite good at my job, mm-hmm. but because I'm not really setting myself up and I don't have a CV that's going to get me one of those tier one research institutes, I feel like a failure every day. Yeah. So I think just, yeah, recognizing that it doesn't mean you don't love science if you're not going for those tier one research institutes, and just what... Just like what you said, every one of those levels of people who are involved in research from the point where you are teaching research methods classes mm-hmm. all the way up to those people at the tier one institutions, mm-hmm. every rung on that ladder is valuable and mm-hmm. is its own unique um, niche. Yeah. And that people in graduate school, when you get there, I mean, we'll probably have a podcast on all of the opportunities post-graduate yeah, school. Yeah, um, but I think one of the things that people need to recognize is within academia, there are different positions and they all involve science. Yep. Um, and some of them you get to bring back the Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I think that if you go through graduate school and you want to have days off, it shouldn't mean that you don't get to go through graduate school and feel like you're productively involved in science. Um, we need to recognize that aiming towards a rung on the ladder that isn't the top one is still a position of value that you can love and enjoy and be a productive member of the scientific and academic community. And that for some people, if that's where you want to go, then go through the mental health maintenance of Mm -hmm. giving yourself time off, work as much as you want. Yeah. I think that that should be like the new motto of graduate school. Yeah. Work as much as you want. Yeah. Because it is super flexible, and it is one of those things where what you put in is what you get out. If you work 24-7 and you love working 24-7, you're going to get more publications. Yeah. Like, that's just how yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. If you want to, if the amount of science that you want to do fits into a work week and you're going to have the weekends off, you'll probably have a few less publications, fewer publica- mm-hmm. publications than someone who's working on the weekends writing all day. But if you hate it all the time, you're going to have no publications. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. And obviously, if you want to work never, yeah, yeah, then it's not for you. It's not the career for you. Yeah. If, if the amount of science that you love is like two hours on a Monday morning and after that you're not interested. But to be fair, there are people at these universities where they're teaching 
And if you, you can discover in graduate school that you love teaching. And one of the things, maybe we can even have a podcast episode on um, teaching and the different sorts of teaching you do in graduate school, because it goes everything from one-on-one mentorship all the way up to running, you know, thesis students. we just made these as student sailing participants, but like running, running, running them, <laughs> yeah. um, but like running uh, sort of like project. thesis projects, yeah. Um, so if you get into graduate school and you realize that actual hands-on science, you don't want to do more than a few hours a week on that, but you love talking to people about science, and that's really where your passion is, then like we don't get scientists unless they're taught how to do science by people in a classroom. At, for, at the early stages, you know, yeah. so um, even that's a position of value. Yeah. But yeah, or like if you realize, like you said, you only want to do science two hours a week on one day. Well, that's great. You just earn, learned valuable information about yourself. Yeah. That, yeah. Graduate school. Yeah, you're not gonna finish. Yeah. <laughs> two hours a week on a Monday. But um, if you're still interested in science, you can find a job that's associated with science. Science adjacent. Science adjacent. Yeah. Like, it's, and it's fine to realize you don't want to go to grad school. That's, and it's fine to realize that in graduate school. In grad school, yeah. Yeah, that is another one of these weird, there are so many cultures in graduate school and these ideas that just are pervasive. It's very, uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe when you're talking about the latter, I was like, oh yeah, it's just like a class system. But it's it's more it's it's more than that. It's like But it but all of this is just perpetuated uh-huh. by people we think are superior mm-hmm. and people who act like it. Yeah. So you know, it sticks around because some people are assholes. That's, that's what I that's like true. to do. Yeah. So when you stop giving them power, mm. you stop caring. Yeah. Like, I've, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't I care know. Anymore. Maybe I probably will start to again. Yeah. Because this is how things go. Yeah. But um, right now, I'm like, I don't care about those jerks who think that I need to work all the time and I need to be in a tier one institute. And if yeah. I'm not, then I'm trash. Okay, yeah. well, you're a garbage person. Yeah, no, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's that's completely what it is to stop listening to the people who are, you know, on that 24-7 research plan who think that anyone who's not doing that and not on that track yeah. is failing. It's yeah. like, no, we're, we're really not. I just got to ride my horse on the weekend and right. spent it in the lab. So those are decisions and choices that we made. I, I made miso this weekend. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> we did other things with that time. Yeah, I like living um, like a person. Yeah, but it's tolerance of individual differences. And mm-hmm. I think that yeah. it's That's weird. That's what it comes down to. It's weird in graduate school because people are so different and everybody's research is so different, but there's still this idea that everyone's going to fit this perfect mold. Right. And I think that's one of the things that we just sort of need to break away from. Yeah. Like, not everyone's going to love the 24-7 research program. Um, but it does, it sets itself up for that because you can just constantly work all the time and yeah. you're reinforced for doing that. You're yeah. reinforced for doing that whether that's productive time or not. Yeah. Which yes, is you are. socially so weird. And yeah. It's like just, I feel like even if I just come into the building seven days a week and just like swipe my card, I feel like that's an accomplishment. And I'm like, no. Okay. Okay. I too. You know, I'm like, yeah, I come in every day. No, yeah. Everyone comes in every day. Exactly. So I do. It's like, 
Shut up, Maddie. You're not better. Exactly. You're not better. This no. is because you have animals right now. You exactly. Care if you didn't. No, it's yeah. it's so true. It's so weird. Or if I'm working really late, like I wrote a lot of my dissertation at like midnight, yeah. one in the morning in the lab. And there's always this like sense of pride if someone comes in late because they forgot see. something they'll and they'll see working. that I'm there working. Yeah. And it's so weird. It's, it's so like, weird. What's it mean? It's that meant icky. Yeah, and it's sort of like when you think about it, it really just means that I failed to work productively during the day, <laughs> so I'm making up for it now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't always mean that. Sometimes, no. I mean, when I was writing my dissertation, I was really just working twenty four seven, and it was sort of like wherever you need a change of venue. Yeah. yeah. But um, there's a, a weird sense of pride and camaraderie that comes from people sort of suffering late in the lab. Right. And it's like there's a bonding two of you thing. both working late. Oh yeah, that feels nice. It feels yeah. really good, but that's so haunting. It shouldn't. No, it's and so it's strange. just it's it's um yeah, it's like because you're suffering together. Yeah, which is how a lot of bonding happens. It's true. Yeah, but, but we can bond. It's very Stockholm syndrome. It's but, it really does. I mean, yeah. we we joke about that yeah. a lot. I don't know if we mentioned that in the first podcast. I don't like, know if we, we did, joke yeah. about grad school being like syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Um, it, it really is because of the sort of suffering and bonding and um, yeah but also habits. you know looking not looking up to but like like oh yes I will work for six hours uh, even though I'm extremely qualified yeah I'm working way more than that that sounds amazing well we can talk about free labor maybe we can devote an entire podcast yeah. to free labor yeah yeah, we'll keep this one just like, yeah, let's wrap, wrap this up. up. Yeah. So, concluding thought is that graduate school should, we should think of it more as like accommodating people's individual differences and how much they want to work. And, and, you know, identifying that all of that is valuable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's sort of, we started out by saying, that you should give yourself time off yeah. and engage in sort of mental health maintenance. Yeah. But it really turned into a discussion about how people have individual differences. And I think that that's going from sort of like a symptom of the problem yeah. that people are working all the time. Yeah. And maybe one of the underlying issues yeah. is this drive for everyone to fit the same mold. Right. And that mold is for the top of the ladder when there are a whole bunch of different rungs yeah. on the ladder that people can fit into perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe that's what we need to do. That's sort of like talking about this whole thing. Maybe the Mm -hmm. the thing to do is to tolerate the different levels of, not even tolerate, embrace that there are different contribution, levels of contribution to research um, and that all of them are valuable. Yeah. And that people should gauge their involvement to what they want to do rather than feeling a constant pressure to be at the top of what is published, a never-ending ladder. Yeah. yeah, and then, uh, you know, that gets back to a consequence of changing that way of thinking would be that people do things like break back the Sabbath and yeah. enjoy their weekends and have hobbies that they don't feel guilty about but enjoy. Yeah, great. All right. I like that. That was a good conclusion. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Caroline. <laughs> thanks, Maddie. <laughs> and thanks to our listeners who may just be Maddie's family. I think they might be. <laughs> if you are not a member of my family, uh, comment so I won't see it because I'll be too scared to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate your listening. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we're having fun and we're yeah. sort of like 
airing a lot of our thoughts about graduate school, so hopefully um, people enjoy hearing us sort of babble on about topics that are interesting and relevant to our lives and hopefully mm-hmm. interesting and relevant to yours as well. Absolutely. All right. Bye.